welcome to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. We are so glad you're back. We are talking about friends today. Oh, amazing. Because guess what? That's what we are. Friends. <laughs> yes. So we're talking about the attributes, qualities in a friend and what that kind of looks like. And I'm really excited to talk about this topic because I love my friends and I hope my friends love me. And <laughs> it's just a good thing to talk about some qualities and attributes that we may need to pick up some of them that we may need to be strengthened in and just a chance to kind of reflect on the different friendships that we've had and are going to have in the future. Yeah. You know, uh, when it comes to friendships, depending on where you're at in life, that word can actually almost feel like a dagger Mm -hmm. or it can feel like a rose. Yeah. It can feel like something that either you're lacking and is painful and it's like, oh, I don't have it or, oh, they're so mean. Or it's something where it's such a blessing and you like, every time you look at it, you're encouraged. Yeah. Or the the smells, like, you know, like flowers have like a beautiful smell to them. Like the aroma, it like reminds you. And so I feel like it's cool to just sit and talk about you know, some attributes of a good friend, because that's ultimately what we want. Yes. And also, Tori and I are going to kind of bounce all over the world, but a little bit of even is like friendships in high school versus friendships in college versus Mm -hmm. friendships out of college versus friendships when you are married versus friendships when you're a mom. Right. Because there's all those different phases and all those different things that go on with your friendships, but no matter what. There can be attributes of a good friend. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about, I would say for me, in high school, and I just had shared this with you, that I had my set of friends. And that was kind of like, we were locked and loaded. And yeah, I knew you in high school. And like, we went to the same youth group and things. But at the time, I was like, well, I have my set of friends. And I'm good. We're good right now. We're locked and loaded. So... I don't need to add anybody else. Not in like a mean way or anything, but it was just kind of like, I feel like as a young teen, in your mind, you could only have so many friends that were like, quote unquote, best friends or whatever. And so for me, I was like, I already have my best friends that I have and we're not going to let in anymore. Yeah. You know, in my mind, I was like, well, that's that's it for me. Like, we're good. I'm good. And that's that. Yeah. And then at that time, they had attributes that you liked about yes. them. Or sometimes I even feel like it's not so much attributes when we're in high school or junior high. Mm-hmm. It's more what we have in common. Yes, for sure. The commonality. So it's not as deep. And that's where sometimes you have problems because those friendships are based on circumstances mm-hmm. rather than something that's more unconditional or something that's been t- tried and tested. Yeah, I would say a lot of my friends, um, once we graduated high school, they went off to like four-year colleges. I stayed back and did like the community college thing for a couple of years. And that was crazy because you had this friendship bubble mm-hmm. of friends that were always there, woohoo, hanging out. And then you graduate, they go off. And you're, I was doing my own thing, obviously going to college, we're all in college, 
But while they're away, they're gaining those college friends and starting new friendships and you're still, I was still where I was. And so that was hard too, to see my friends getting more friends and me, you know, community college is different. Like we don't live on campus or anything. We commute. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm gaining all these friends. We're having dorm parties and things like that. So it was like, wait, guys, don't forget about me. So did that? change your perspective when it came to those like six friends that you felt like you had and then with that is that also a place where you started to find that you needed more attributes in your friendship rather than circumstances I definitely felt like I had to um work at maintaining and keeping those friends like it wasn't just I'm gonna see you on Sundays and Wednesdays because of youth or church Like, I have to keep up with your life. Your life is moving in college, and I have to keep up, and and we have to Skype or write letters and different things like that. Or, like, when breaks would come around, like, hey, let's see each other on break. Um, And there were some friends that we let go, I let go of in college, you know, that just kind of, we drifted because the commonalities. Um, And then um, I went to college And I got to experience that. And it was really cool to gain friends from that college experience that I'm still friends with to this day. And it's really awesome to see. I love that. Yeah, I think everyone has a different, you know, place where there's that perspective you get from Disney where you have a best friend. And so it's one and you're done almost like with the people. And I find that it's not realistic. I've talked about it before on the podcast um, a long time ago, it feels like. But Mm -hmm. um, there's that perspective of it. And so I even remember in high school, like it was you and Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at you and I go, oh, she has like Elizabeth. Oh, she has Audrey. Oh, she has Amy. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Tori doesn't need me. Like you were the girl that went on the mission trip with me and. I was friends with your brother. Yeah. Like, I didn't, you know, know or have a relationship with you, per se. And I think even there was, like, our friendship now is beyond an actual circumstance. Yeah. And I find that almost every single one of my friendships now, one of the things that has come out of being older and not having a circumstance to bind a friend is that you get these deeper friendships when you have to work for them. Mm-hmm. Almost like when you plant seed and you have to work for the harvest. You mentioned just now, like, once everyone split to college, you had to start working for those yes. friendships. And I feel like one of the things that is um, a good attribute from a friendship or a friend is when they're willing to put the time and effort into something. Yes. Because when they're willing to do that, then that will far exceed any common thing you have with that person and it will take you years and years and years to come in a great friendship yes because our lives are bound to change oh they're always changing yep oh yeah and I've talked to my mom I'm like okay mom I'm in my mid-20s upper 20s you know who of your friends that you had in your mid upper 20s are are still around now you know, 20, 30 years later, 40 years later, like, who are they? And she told me some of them. And I was like, 
sweet okay cool there's hope yeah like, even in marriage even in with kids like you still kept with some of those friends and you actually weren't always intentional so if i am an in- intentional with it i'm gonna be blessed and endowed yeah yeah but it's also i'm gonna be blessed and endowed with friends that have already kind of gone through this test of good attributes that are now in my life mm-hmm. and um, there's a couple of them that we've come come to really, really admire about our friends. Yes. And one of them is someone who listens and just doesn't, it's not just hearing. Yes. And it takes the time to put in the context and has been in our life or even when you're starting a new friendship, puts in the context of what you've said and knows from their life experience what may be happening. Because I've had friends where they'll tell me something, but because I remember what they said two years ago when I wasn't as close to them, like you and me, that's a good example, I have context to then go, oh wait, she said this. Oh, I remember she said it before. I didn't Mm -hmm. just hear it once. I'm listening and I'm now following through. And I have friends that have done that for me. My sisters even have done that for me where they're like, no, you said that. Wait, wait, wait. There's something deeper here. Mm-hmm. And actually listen rather than just hearing and doing things and having the excitement of life. Because, hey, when you're a mom, that 10 minute, 15 minute phone call with your friend, I mean, like, full on, you got to be listening. <laughs> yes. Yep. I, I would, I would agree with that and would piggyback off of that would say, yeah, a lot of times, sometimes I just am like, let me just pick up the phone and call Elizabeth and be like, this is what's going on and listen and then check in on her and be like, hey, I remember a few weeks ago you were saying about this, what's going on with that or what's happening with that. And I think that is such a good quality because I know for a fact that when people, I tell them something and they remember it, I'm like, oh my goodness, you remembered what I said. Thank you. Like for example, my grandpa I had dinner with them and I always get like the peppermint tea for dinner when I am there with them. And I had told him like, I love the peppermint tea. It's so good. I sat down at the dinner table and there was a peppermint tea bag by my tea. And I just was like, oh my goodness, you listened and you heard. So that is something that is so important because if I know of someone or have a friend or whoever and I'm t- looking for those qualities and there's that person that's just like listening to say, oh, okay, yeah, next thing. I'm kind of like, mm, but did you hear yes. what I was saying? Yes. And do you care enough then to follow up or respond or fill in the blank? Yeah, that's really good stuff. The other day I told um, my, my boss at my job that my word of the year is thrive. And it was short. Like, it was maybe 30 seconds. Like, I didn't even get to explain. Like, I've never talked to him about my word of the year and or how much I love it. <laughs> and I just said, hey, my word of the year is thrive. And what we were talking about, he goes, oh, so this is why you're doing A, B, and C. Because you want to thrive. I was like, yes, you got it instantly. But two days later, I go to my desk at work and there is this sweater with the word thrive on it. Well, it's not a sweater. What is it? It's a hoodie? It's not. It doesn't have a hood. So it's a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. Thank you. (laughs) You can tell I have so many of them. I think this is my only one. (laughs) 
<laughs> but but I got this sweatshirt because he was listening. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool. And, and that that is something that in friendship you need. Yes. In in families you need. In your workplace you need. And I think that um, if you want good friends, you need to be that too. Yes. So that's that's the first attribute of a good friend that mm-hmm. we've seen just transform our lives. Yeah. I would say another um, quality, attribute, what have you, would be a friend that supports. I know that throughout life, circumstances, things happen where it's like, I just need your support. I need you to come alongside me and just support, support, support. And no matter what's going to happen, no matter what it's going to be, I just, I need you to come along and say, I'm here for you. No matter what, you need soup, you need whatever, I am I am going to be with you for whatever it may be. And it could be something like simple as like, hey, I'm going through something with my job. Like, give me like encouragement or support with that. Or you could be like, I don't like my job. I think I'm going to switch careers. And I want that friend to be like, girl, you got this. Let's find you another one. Right. I may not agree with you or I may not want you to actually do it. But right. you want this? Okay, let's do it. I'm and then support I'm also, you. may talk you out of it. Yes. <laughs> I like the support thing. Um, I'll take it to a, a little different level. Um, and I feel so bad because the friend, if she ever listens to this podcast, will know who it is. But... Um, I had a friend who came over one time, and she got sick while she was at my house. And she ended up literally having, like, a stomach bug or food poisoning. Actually, we found out it was food poisoning. And she threw up in my bedroom. Aww. And it was one of the best things for my friendship with her for me. Mm-hmm. I, I still, to this day, I don't know all the extent for her. But what it did was it allowed me to be a support for her yeah where in other places because she's this strong woman that she doesn't need the support in a physical way as often yeah and so for me to come alongside and i just loved it it was i i know that's so weird you're like elizabeth (laughs) but i loved that i was like sure let me grab my trash can yes let me wipe this up yes let me give you water like yes i'll drive you home i don't care Mm -hmm. like let me do this because I love you and I want to support you. And I think there's moments where we feel like that is the best support. And so if we're not doing it, oh, we must not be a great friend. But if you're a Christian, a Christ follower, prayer is just as much as a support. Mm, Yes. Yes, it is. As much as that physical or what Tori talked about. Because, I mean, so far, you and I have literally talked about support in two different ways. Or three. I talked about prayer now and physical. And you said the one more like your words. Yes. I'm just coming alongside that I feel like there's so much with support that even if you're starting out in a friendship and you may not have the time of, you know, being able to listen to someone, you know, for four years to then like have like this great knowledge of them, but even support initially. Mm hmm. Just, you know, coming alongside people and making yourself available to listen or making yourself available to pray for them. It's huge. And that will build a foundation and help you. So even if you're like, but they don't know me well, you know, it carries you a lot longer than you think. Mm-hmm. 
So I like that. That was good. Thanks. Like the support. Um, you know, one of our favorite people, or one of Tori and I's favorite people, is Annie F. Downs. We talk about her periodically. She has this devotional called 100 Days to Brave. And in it, she actually has a part where she talks about, like, how do you find people to tell your dreams? How do you find people to tell these different things? And one of the points that she has is, like, finding someone who exhibits wisdom. Mm. You know, that is an attribute of a good friend. Yes. Oh, yeah. Someone who has wisdom um, because the fruit of it is that they live wisely. Mm-hmm. With their choices, with their finances, with their family, even even if family isn't perfect, even if it is rough, but there's wisdom in what they say or do. Yes. Or how they treat, even in adversity, even in struggle, even in problems. And um, I want to be that friend. Yeah. But, you know, like, I want there to be evidence of wisdom in my life and the choices that I'm making. And then because I've made a wise choice, it affects them positively, as in my friends. It affects my family positively. It affects different things. And so, yeah, you want friends that are making smart choices. Wise. For sure. And just even me thinking about my friends, I would say that all of them could speak into my life and provide that wisdom. And on the flip side of that, I could speak to their lives and give wisdom as well. And it's crazy to like think about because sometimes I'm like, I'm just talking to you. I'm just, you know, just kind of giving my sense. Yeah. But it's it's been carefully thought of. My words, how I'm going to respond to whatever they may be going through or what they need advice on or wisdom with. And, you know, it's kind of weird to think back. And I'm like, man, Tori, yes, you are giving solid wisdom to that friend. Yeah. Well, I know for me, one of my biggest prayers is, you know, I'll read Proverbs because it's a book of wisdom. And I'll ask for wisdom in my life. And then I forget. That I've asked it. So I don't always look that I have it. <laughs> you know? But that's like, that's a great prayer. That's something that you can start praying for now. You're like, I don't feel wise. But here they're talking about showing wisdom. Well, yeah. ask the Lord because he can put it in your life. And maybe you won't notice it, but that friend will. Yeah, there um, will be often times where I'm talking to a friend or we're going, you know, back and forth through messages. And I'll just say, I'll stop and pray and I'll be like, Lord, what? What? How do I respond to this? What do you want me to say to help or to encourage or something? Because my words are just Tori's words. But like season them with the Lord and they're so much stronger. You know, they'll go a lot further. And so that's often what I'll do. Well, that right there is wise. Like for you to even ask in mid-conversation, that is showing wisdom. Yeah. Because you're doing it in that spot where you're like, I know that it is not me. And the, I'm about to say could literally be detrimental yeah, or it could be the most positive thing. So Holy Spirit here, I need wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then because of it, you're like, Oh, you're already walking in the wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so cool. And I think we also, in a sense, like dumb down or neglect, Gate the importance of what 
is going on in our lives and what is said and how it'll affect someone. Yeah. I don't know if this was mentioned in the word of the year, but in one of our podcasts for the word of the year, um, actually it was, I don't know if I mentioned it, but like I was talking to a friend about the word of the year and she's like, you know, you, you're the one who told me about it. And I was like, what? She goes, yeah, three years ago, you told me it. I'm like, I was just doing life at the time, probably, hopefully asking the Lord to lead my days and give me wisdom. I was just being me. I was just talking. And yet here, now she's three years later, she has the word of the year and she's been able to explain it and share it with other people. And now there's this tidbit of wise wisdom that she has in her life that she's more wise in her word and sharing it because I happen to just like it and I happen to share it with her because that's what was going on in my life. Um, And that's not to toot my horn. Like that's literally like, oh, what? God (laughs) used me there? (laughs) Have you ever felt that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Looking back and being like, wow, I I didn't even know. Yeah. And that was the Lord. That, oh, oh, it blows me away. It blows mm-hmm. me away. Um, in Proverbs seventeen seventeen, there's this verse that I you may be very familiar with. It says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity or sometimes it's like from. Mm-hmm. And um, it just really sticks out to me with what we just said about, you know, listening and support and having wisdom where it's like, uh, what is a good friend? What's an attribute of a good friend? It's love. Mm-hmm. Listening is done in love. Looking for wisdom, that, that's love. Supporting someone beyond yourself, that's oh, yeah. love. And I was thinking about like, um, you know, I'm, I'm single, I'm not married. But I have some friends in my life that the moment I have a kid, they move from friend status to aunt status, which really means that they move from friend to sister status. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like that part of the verse where it says a brother is born for a time of adversity is like, no, okay, my friends have loved me. I have loved my friends. And now I'm going into this new season of life and look at this sister Mm-hmm. Look at this friend that is now coming into this time and taking on that place. Because I know that my sisters, they are, they're, they're, they're born for a time where like in the struggles and the hardships of my life, there they are to come in and help because they love mm-hmm. God and they love me. And so, um, we have more to share. Yes. We're not actually done, so we're going <laughs> to have to pause because there's more attributes of a good friend that we want to talk about. Exactly. And this is just one verse that really was helpful. So we're going to pause on this aspect and go into just who we are when it comes to talking about something that's bright and something that's bubbly. I love it. Okay, so I will share my bright and my bubbly. So my bright would be... Yesterday, I got to serve with one of, I will call her my student, because years and years ago, I um, was her like teacher on a Wednesday night during church. And so it was really cool to like serve and work with her in our ministry um, in child care. And I just was like, wow, you were like in fifth grade and now you're here serving. So it was cool. 
And then my bubbly would be, I kind of alluded to it uh, a little bit earlier, about dinner with my grandparents. I was able to go over there and just have a meal with them. I did my grandma's nails for her and it was really fun and I enjoyed it. And, you know, I kept thinking like, oh, I need to be doing work. But I was like, nope, I need to be present and I need to enjoy these times with them. And it was it was really fun and they enjoyed it and I loved it. Look at you just loving on them. I yes. love that. <laughs> that's so fun. And that's a great memory with your grandma. Yes. Like, I, I like that for sure. Um, so my bright would have to just be conversations that are led by the Holy Spirit. That I walk away and go, yes, I needed that. And sometimes those conversations, at least the ones I've had this week, are five minutes. And some of them are the hour-long ones. But I'm just so thankful and awe of what God provides. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had just shared, you know, what was going on in my life and, and the manna that I needed. And I'm still in that season. I still need him to provide manna every day. And he just provides it in his word. He provides it through my friends and the most random conversations. <laughs> and then my um, bubbly would have to be that I was given a gift by one of the girls in our children's church. I think she's a third grader now. She made me this bright pink felt pillow <laughs> that has my name. It literally says um, to Miss Elizabeth and it says Lord and God and a whole bunch of hearts. And then on it, she said, and she also put her name like love her name. And then she wrote on the back of it a verse that she memorized. And it is delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Like, ah, oh, what? Just sweetness. <laughs> so fun. And I'm just going to cherish it for years. Yes. So. It's such a cute little pillow. I love it. Yeah. So that's my brain bubble. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you all so much for just listening about attributes of a friend. Like we said, there's going to be another one about more attributes. So go out, be blessed, and encourage somebody. <laughs> See you later. Bye.